of real men don't wear long sleeves. Ooh. Watching Richmond play Giants. Yeah. Halfway through the third quarter. I yeah. was late today. That's okay. Oh shoot, we should press play. Um, vibes are not, not quite there for our usual levels of recording today. It's not a very interesting game either, so I don't see how we're going to be brought uh, yeah. off the edge. But um, there's a lot to talk about from the round so far. So There is? Yeah, there is. First item on the press, Buddy Franklin's thousandth goal. Well, I'd argue first item on the press is even Thursday night. If we, we customise all the way back to that. To Carlton winning. Now it feels like so long ago. But I feel like there was a lot of a lot of content out of that game. I think the one takeaway was that it's annoying already, Carlton being Yes, successful. that's right. Yes, yeah, that's what I... Um, Two games is all it took. Yeah. And, and I, here we are. I had that exact thought because I'd said to you the week before on the pod, I was like, no, I don't care if Carlton have success. But then instantly I was like, I'm annoyed. And I think the main reason was because Michael Voss... It's just like stolen all the things that he learned at Port and now he's getting all this credit for it. And it's like, <laughs> he's, just, he's on original plans and like now Port is shit and it's like, bossy. Yeah, it's interesting how when the assistant, was he his assist- yeah. assistant? Yeah, but he was like the midfield coach and now that's what's like gelling for Carlton. So yeah, like, right. yeah. Um, well, there was really no reason for Carlton to be as bad as they were for so long. Yes, that's so, true. That's true. Because on the, I was listening to the ABC earlier today while I was driving, and they okay, were saying that. Queen. <laughs> okay, librarian vibes. No, I didn't want to listen to. Um, I knew the footy was going to be on. I didn't want to listen to Ross Lyon and Wayne Kennedy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and they were saying that ninety percent of coaching is getting a good list. So hmm. you know, talk of getting rid of St Kilda's coach and that kind of thing. Like it's not going to change anything because yeah, the list sucks and they Which have I big guess... gaps in their team. So. I guess that's what had been happening at Carlton like for so long. It's like the revolving door of coaches and everyone being like, "Why is nothing changing?" Yeah, so but that they've one got the was list. Like, yeah, they did need a new coach. Whereas I feel some teams. But but need also, a new like you said, manager. like you said, it made no sense that they should be that bad because they've always had the list. Like yeah. Paddy, absolutely. That was that was really came home strong for me. That Paddy is like definitely going to win the Brownlow and is like the most loved man in Australia after Thursday night. Even we talked about this last night, but Liam Montagna saying like, "I've got a bit of a." man crush like couldn't even get the words out it's like the most homoerotic thing that's ever happened on Fox Footy <laughs> yeah Hamish McLaughlin jumped on that train very yeah. quickly and he got his pants pulled down and everyone was like man crush I was like wow guys yeah there's nothing like a nude pair of skins around the person I, I had that same thought I was like this is not an attractive it was um, like a mannequin like it was yeah <laughs> it was really it, it was like a bit of an ick factor but now it's just like it's just how quickly people forget right like it's been two rounds and everyone's like premiership favourites and I know you're saying are they really is that because they've got such a big fan base though that they've got so many punters to bet on them that's possible like it's a disproportionate representation because that's surely possible. but I do I do like because I really like Harry Mackay I really like Kerno they're, they're likeable players but it just I like the Kerno brothers yeah um hate um Zach Williams isn't it yeah Williams, yeah right? yeah yeah, no, he's no good. Um, who else have they got that's enjoyable? Anyway. Oh, Martin. Jack Martin. Yeah. Yeah, he's likeable. Paul okay, Boyce got COVID. Ned Levy. Okay, Ned Levy, yeah. Um, anyway, so that was Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I thought there was more to say. I've, I've been taking notes on my phone throughout the round, actually. Friday we had Buddy's Thousand Goal. Buddy's Thousand Goal, which, yeah. Obviously it was a, a huge moment. Um, yeah. I feel like there's really been the highs and lows of, oh, absolutely shanked that. just... 
miss to the the left, making it an even four goals down. But yeah. he needs to get that to four. Yeah, he did need to get that. It was a pretty easy kick too. Five minutes left in the third. So Richmond is good or not? Because I think last week I was like, you're shit, you suck. I'm tipping the Giants. And now I'm really annoyed because Giants look really good against Sydney. And it's like, what is this MCG hoodoo that you guys have making you so unreliable to tip? I don't think Richmond are good. And I don't think Giants are good. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Davis did a hammy in the first half. Oh, really? A potentially season-ending hammy. Oh, how's he still playing, is my question. Well, no longer. But I mean, like, he feels like he's 40. Yeah. Because he Do was you... such a part of the Crows, like, fabric. Like, when I think of Crows... I have like... no memory of him with the Crows. Yeah, I mean, I just remember, like, being like, oh, I hate him. <laughs> but it feels like he's been playing for a really long time and, like, hasn't really, like, gotten good or bad. Just exists. But anyway, buddy, what a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Truly great moment. I think it's worth celebrating that moment because um, everything else is shit. <laughs> did you pick your thousandth goal song? I did. The week? Yeah. I did. Did you pick yours? I couldn't think of one. You couldn't think of one? I thought maybe a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. Okay. But that's just because it says a thousand in it and it's not yeah. actually relevant. Yeah, that's a bit of a cheat. Uh, I asked my mum and dad. Uh-huh. My mum said Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield. That's a good one. And my dad Move said... Move On Up to the next tier of legend status. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my dad couldn't pick one either, but he chose his funeral song to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Because it's his most hated song, so he thought he'd go out making everyone listen to it. Okay. Interesting um, angle. Well, yeah, a bit vindictive. Good, but yeah, good, yeah, good for him, I suppose. Mm. Um, well, I, when I say I picked mine, I just like I was thinking, I was like, oh, I've, I've got to pick one, and then this song came into my head, and I was like, okay, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. that song that's like, um, don't give up, you got the music in you. I like that song. It's a great song, isn't yeah. it? And the crowd would love it, and it's like, and when the night is over. Yeah, you need a song of that year, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Pop, like even like um, not as good as yours, but along the veins of like top loader dancing in the moonlight yeah yeah and that song is called um you only get what you give i think it's called oh, on your not on the dance floor not on the dance floor yeah but it's I, not feel, relevant. I feel like you want some oh yeah and buddy's song was my hero by foo fighters in the end not my way back yeah much, which was much of a better vibe for sure it is but also it's odd because it's like is he saying he's his own hero i think he's saying he's the hero to all watching which is like obviously true Do you think it was related to Taylor's death. Oh. All up. No. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was a like sad coincidence, I guess. Um, but he was, you know, a, a, like, you know, a bit of a spoiler alert for the rest of the episode. But I did want to talk about what a shit experience I had at the football the other night. So I wanted to, you know, it's nice that you have a moment that's like celebrating like the best of footy. You know, that's like it unites us. Everyone was like getting around. It was such a great moment. He was a rock star. Mm. And it was just like, this is fucking sick. We're watching everyone just like be so happy. And like we were watching it here with like some friends, including Rose. And um, everyone was like screaming. It was just so fun. Yeah, so we fun. both felt really nervous every time it went into the yeah. sports. Because it was like the five minutes left on the game when he yes, got it. Yeah, and he kicked the third one in the third, like late in the third term. And everyone was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah, and it needed to happen. It needed to happen. And it was just like fairytale moment vibes. But I do think James was right. It would have been really funny if he missed and then got the goal. 
before the end of the game because I would have liked to see a bunch of people run on and then it'd be a behind. Yeah, I guess. Because people were, the, in like the photos, they're, they're running yeah, on yeah. They're running before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like that would have been logistically difficult. But and also the other thing they were talking about on the APC today. <laughs> oh, it really went for a long time. <laughs> oh my god, it was like so trying long. To get off the, it off the field and then it was just so bizarre that the game had to resume I know. as well. And also people were just like, there was no sense of urgency from those like just hanging around. Yeah. It reminded me of like, I said this the other night, it reminded me of like the SANFL halftime where you just like go on for a kick and then everyone's just like having a chat. Yeah. Like, do people not realise that the game has to continue? And then did you see those photos of Chad Warner like and um... So the guy sent Ollie Florent like outside. They like got lost and like couldn't. There was just like so many people, so they had to like leave the ground and like walk around through the other entrance. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I it was just, it was just a, it was a unifying that. experience of a footy lover, which is yeah nice to have. Um, because then I had the total polar opposite at the Port game last night. Yeah, you were on the hill. Yeah, we were on the hill, and it was just like the the worst of footy football. Um, absolute worst of footy culture, like racist, homophobic, fucking idiots, and it was just like leaves a really bad taste in your mouth. Because we're talking about this um, at the game, it's kind of like it just makes you feel like nothing. And it's the same experience I had of like reading the boys' club and then like just watching the media be the exact same. It's like this isn't for me, and like they don't care. That. Mm. Like no, like you can like try so hard and feel like there's like progress being made, but then there's like always going to be like drunk idiots using like homophobic slurs and like I was in the line I was yeah, in the line to get a beer that's the platform to do it yeah well. and also like I was in the line to get a beer by myself and this like insanely drunk guy behind me was like taking like snapchats like of me oh but like I mean I'm sure it wasn't like like he was like standing really close to me so it wasn't like he could get like a you know like good shot but I was just like this is fucking horrible and like Connor said when shot. Connor said when he was in the line for the beer like for a beer people behind him were just like talking like disgusting vulgar language about like their girlfriend and it was just like it really felt like yeah like the it was worst. like one thing after another absolutely and like you know obviously you've been going to the footy for a long time and like you always hear shit like that occasionally and like there was that time when we were at the game in the MCG and we reported this like older man for homophobic language to security and they like did nothing about it which was disheartening yeah and in the midst of like the crowd control thing where a lot of people were getting yeah. thrown out for being too rowdy and that kind of thing so it just felt like if it was going to happen it should have happened then yeah. and then it just made clear how misaligned all the priorities were yeah which is it's just exactly anti-social behavior exactly. and what wasn't it just makes you feel like wow we're really in the minority of like footy yeah we just will continue to be like that i love long. it when people go bonkers at the footy like when you see like someone miss a goal or they're yeah. screaming at someone lining up for a goal from the opposition yeah. as long as it's done in a way that isn't offensive to other people it's just like a but nice that's half the yeah the crowd can change a game if yeah. they if they get up and about it was like me booing Chad Bingo going for goals last night very respectful but still <laughs> did you know. he miss any? no oh. and that was the other th- I mean obviously it's not in the same kettle of fish as um, you know all the like Antisocial shit, but I was just like in the rough and foulest mood because, like, the last game we saw, the last game we went to was the Port Bulldogs prelim where it was like it literally felt like I was like living a trauma memory because we were standing in almost the exact same spot and it was just that same sense of like there's nothing we can do. And I said this, I think I said this to you already, but like it's fine to like if you if you play shit, then it's fine to lose. But like 
when it's for Hawthorne. <laughs> just really like wish it wasn't. And when you go to the game as well, yeah, just even shit. if you play shit, yeah. you want one good goal, a great yeah, tackle, nothing. Some, yeah, yeah. There was really. Stevie Marlowe really had a great goal actually. Do you remember that one? It was yeah, down but, the other end of the hill. But then there was like thirteen. That was like his thirteen good seconds for the whole game. And then, like, the only, the only person who was consistently good was Sam Pepper, who, like, we know it's, you know, it's hard to support <laughs> Sam Pepper. But, um... It's good to see Scott Lysett out and about again. Mm. The unnecessary bounces. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, he was running into 450 and did the bounce where you carry the ball onto the grass rather than actually bouncing back to him because he's so mm. big and uncoordinated. And in the time it took him to do that, I swear five players ran past him and would have clogged up the 50. <laughs> that bounce genuinely <laughs> stopped a ball goal. It is, it is amazing watching him just, like, kick it. He's just, like, got this big lumbering leg. Mm. I love the right wing for that reason. Mm. It's like, if they, were, if they took um, throw-ins out of the game or something like that, they had soccer where you, you know, like they do with the out-of-bounds and the full. Mm. The right wing would be the first people to go on the AFL team, but... They're great because they're, they're great. so necessary, but they can be such a hindrance at times, but they're yeah. forgiven instantly because it's not their job. Yeah. And they're just in the yes, wrong place yeah, at yeah. the wrong they're time. They're only expected sometimes. to do literally one thing. Yeah. 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 Although I heard a lot of chat about Luke Jackson. Um, yeah, someone was saying that he's better than, like, now they should start playing Max Gordon. I heard that too. I, was at, I, I think, I can't remember if they were like, oh, he's just as capable as Max Gordon. I was like, well, he's been playing for like 13 seconds. But I do love him. And he's got a good vibe. Yeah. Um, but I did want to also, just to, you know, for any interested parties, we can now confirm that Jezza Finlayson is, like, the worst recruit in the history of AFL. And is completely useless. And he's also younger than both of us. Yeah. Which is shocking information. He could I be thought he was older. 40 years old. Yeah. And, which is more than 10 years older than us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think that's because you can picture exactly what he's going to look like as a 50-year-old man. Well, yeah, because he already looks like it. Yeah, yeah. He just needs a little salt and pepper in his hair. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, it's been it's been a um, highs and lows for the last forty hours of sport because it was really like, wow, I'm part of a community. Immediate whiplash to like, actually, fuck this. I'm not a part of this community, and I never will be. And the other. Oh, and you've had a good experience though. Well, yeah, but also hindered by Hawthorne because it was only for three hours that we were on top of the ladder yesterday <laughs> before. They- <laughs> Swooped in. It's gonna be a battle of the birds. Yeah, well, the top spot perhaps could be a Collingwood Carlton um, grand final. Real throwback to the uh, the rivalry days. Yeah, it feels unlikely, but it would it like, would yeah, be great. I mean, nothing's nothing's un- impossible, is it? No. Um, we should have said it's three quarter time. By the way, we're not even like we may as well turn the game off at this point. But no, we'll, we'll get into it in the last quarter. Now that we've caught up on all the other material we wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh, I should ask you. Did, if, did you have a bone to keep this week? I mean, we've already discussed a number of them, I'm sure. But um, no, I'm just feeling sad because my tips are going so badly. Mm. Um, I want to. I'm not getting a good read on things, and I'm and I'm frustrated. I tipped the bombers yesterday, and it looked like I was going to come through with the biggest upset of the round, and then they lost by like three goals. So it wasn't. They did. Even, it was. They were still in it, you know. Gold Coast are good now. Okay? I I really like that. I like that for them. And North won just before. Oh, they did. Yeah, I mean, West Coast had um, had, had thirteen That's players. So funny. But a win is a win. My boys at North got it done. Yeah, although it does for me raise a bit of a question mark over North's trajectory this season if they can 
you know, scrape through against yeah. the Western Australian seconds just about. <laughs> yeah, they did only win by 15. <laughs> but oh, it didn't look like they were having that much of a crack either. They might have just maybe struggled they, yeah. to gear up knowing that... Maybe they were managing as well. Yeah, knowing that the other team was such an underdog. But I don't know. Have you seen the ad for that new Fox Forty show that's coming on where Nathan Buckley's pretending to be someone from the Geordie Shore? What? And he's got a fake tan and it's him doing the... Where they do like the... Is that the logs. concept of the show? No. <laughs> but it would be good that's just emotional material. I think they're like... It's like another on-the-couch style Oh my show. god. They've on Saturday nights and they're like trying to make it like funny and do like little skits and stuff and one of them is him... They can't. Jordy Shaw person. Right. That's, yeah. He's the least funny. He's the least naturally humorous person I he think got, I've ever yeah. encountered. My bone to kick. This is a bit niche. But my dad used to watch On the Couch. And I used to watch it with him every week. And I fucking love that show. And Jared Healy's off it. And so now, they've ruined On the Couch. Now it's Nick Revolt, John O'Brown, Gary Lyon, and fucking Chief. It's like, I would hear those people talk every like for 72 hours of the weekend every week. And it now I'm those- Three, yeah, but they had Jared Healy as like the different differential. Yeah, it used to be Jared Healy, Mike Sheen, and then like a rotating. Do you Paul Ruse was the best lineup. Why has changed? Oh yeah, I like Paul Ruse. Yeah, that was the best lineup because it was like it was like okay, now we're now we're serious. Mm. Now we're talking serious stuff, and now it's fucking like what else are they gonna take from me? Was it he, did he elect to leave? I don't know. I try and this is the thing. This is what I mean by a bit, a bit niche because we started watching it this week, and I was like, what the fuck's Jared? Tried to do some digging online, not a single person, not even on Twitter, could I find any material on it. So it's like, am I the, literally the only person in Australia who cares about this? Yeah, because he's still <laughs> doing commentary. I mean, he's quite, uh, I think he's probably 60, maybe he's just retired. Yeah, yeah. maybe, but he wasn't, it's not like he was travelling for the show, it's just easy money. But and he does a lot of Perth and Adelaide games, so I wonder if he doesn't actually live in Melbourne. Okay, well yeah, because that was Dennis Cometti, he still mm-hmm. commentates. In Perth for mm. the Waffle and or for um, I think Triple M for Optus Stadium games. I think he, he does like the special. He's catching yeah. a plane every weekend. If anybody knows, if anyone lis- if any listeners know like what's going on with Jared Healy, um, please let us know. It's of great concern to me. <laughs> but yeah, I just made the decision. I was expecting really big things from Jared Healy from the rap you gave him. Then we watched on the couch <laughs> and I was like, this guy's just like an old man. <laughs> like he's not really saying anything. Particularly I, I mean, yeah, groundbreaking. Look, he's not, but I just like I'm thinking of like I hold on to my memories of the show from when it was like Jared, Mike, Paul Ruse. So it's yeah. like he was like the last remaining link to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my bone to kick. It's like now there's literally nothing that I can watch and be like I can tolerate this because mm. mostly they're all just like so fucking annoying. It looks really hot in in Melbourne. Yeah, the crowd. I mean, it's are hot all here. Wearing, yeah, it's a very sunny day. It was hot last night. Something else I did want to discuss. Well, not really discuss, just say. Oh, Callum Ward. It's 250th. Isn't it? Isn't that bizarre that, that it's come around quick? It has come around quick. I feel like he, he really goes under the radar for someone who is quite like well-known. Yeah, like, you don't but hear he's about had him so much. many injuries, I think, that he's sort of not. Mm. They had to, they replaced him out of necessity and now he's sort of... He's fallen off the personality radar. Yeah. Which might be a good thing, he can just relax and play footy. Did you see that article that was like about um, like speculating on if Dusty's because Dusty's like taking personal leave mm-hmm. and like his dad's just died and then there was like this article being like is the, the headline was literally is sensitive sensitive being in quotes 
is sensitive dusty considering a move to Sydney. It was like, what? Like, let the man... Like, they were basically saying, like... Oh, they're saying he's on personal leave because he's being sensitive. But also, maybe he's actually got an ulterior motive that he wants a trade. It's like, I'm pretty sure the guy's just grieving for his fucking dad. Yeah. Like, let them... Like, oh. It's just... Just one thing after another. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm fucking sick of it already. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Especially if it's like, you know the reasons for his personal leave. Yeah. To, be, to say sensitive, his dad's literally died. And for the last five years, the whole narrative has been like, oh, you know, Dusty and his dad, his old man, like, yeah. get his old man to the G for the granny, like, <laughs> like and now, like... That was so funny. But oh. people wanted his dad, who is wanted for arrest in Australia, to, like, get like, a free pass for yeah. the dad to come to They probably fucking could have got it I mean, well. yeah, the thing is... Oh, God. Like in liable the stuff that's like the precedence that's born to take it over Absolutely. all the industries in during the corona period. It's like, you know what? I wonder um, how close that came to happen. Absolutely. I just seen Tom J. Lynch's face for the first time all year. Oh god, he said the post. The baby face on the man's body. I just forgot that he unsettling I completely forgot that he existed. Now I've been reminded when I'm already worked up. Yeah, he's a pain in the butthole. This game is just pretty boring. It's disappointing. And, you know, there's not really any good games on today, though, hey? We've got Frio St. Kilda coming up right Yeah, now. a bit boring. We had Crows versus Collingwood yesterday, and the alarm went off. There was a fire. Mm. There was. People died. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was contained very quickly, and it was in one food place. Yeah, it was pretty funny that the message on the board was like, please come back. Like, I didn't see it, I just heard about it. It was like, you are allowed to stay in your seat or something stupid. Oh, I don't want Richmond to win. I feel nothing about Richmond at this point. Because they've fallen off the... This is the this is like the cycle of life, isn't it? Like now Hawthorne are back to being the annoying ones. So it's like there's always someone that you're going to be annoyed by. And this, mm. speaking of the cycle of life, right? Because obviously, you know, again, I hate when I... I personally hate when I talk about Paul every episode, so I can't imagine what our devoted listener base thinks. But we talk about Collingwood a lot. <laughs> That's true. We talk about what we know. Um, but so Port's following a very so you know if we cast our minds back to 2014, 2015, Port are looking great. They lose a prelim, they lose a semi, um, and it's like next year's the year, blah blah blah, and then totally fall off and are shit for the next four years. And the exact same cycle has repeated itself in the prelim two years in a row and now it's like this is a bit shit right and so I'm thinking to myself last night because you know the thing the thing that I don't like about Port and I am guilty of doing this myself and I feel like well I feel like most people do is like when your team's doing shit you're like oh these fucking idiots like, I hate these guys it's like do you support them or not like because because we got talking about this last night because like I was at the game with my cousin Connor shout out Connor if you're listening um, and we're talking about our dads who've gone to see Westies, West Adelaide play, like, mm-hmm. without fail, except for, you know, the odd exception, every weekend for, like, 50 years. And they've been, their win-to-loss ratio has probably been, like, one win for every 30 losses. Yeah. So it's, like, how do you sustain, like, you, what do you, like, are you supporting a team because they're successful, or are you supporting them because of something else? You've got to figure out what that something else is and remain connected to that in times of not success. I feel like there's always players you connect to when your team's bad, though. But there's but the thing is it's like if it's about individual players it's like you could support any team because every team has players we like yeah I like that guy so it's like why do you support a team loyalty you how you arrive at that team I think is individual mm. 
But once you pick a team, you don't change after a certain age, I don't think. No, I think you're right. That's but I guess. I'm like all the Gold Coast supporters. Where do you actually get off? Where, what fucking <laughs> hole did you crawl out of that you. Anyway. I think it's probably a lot of people who, like, didn't have a team before, right? Like, that's someone was talking about that with, like, Tassie. Apparently, they were like, you know, because everyone wants a Tassie team, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, most people who follow footy and Tassie already have a team. They're not going to change. Yeah. But it's like the new generation of people who would be like, okay, I'll go for this team now. Mm. But it would also mean more games in Tassie as well, I suppose. Yeah. And maybe, I've, yeah. Maybe you just go as a casual watcher as opposed to a, oh, cringe. Who's that? Oh. Oh, that's Castagna. He's got inked up this year. Mm. But anyway, so I'm, I'm choosing to, rather than, I'm choosing peace rather than violence. And I'm choosing to not talk shit about Paul and be like, God, they're so bad because I don't support them because they're good. I support them because they're my team. So I'm doing some self-reflection. That's my challenge to myself over the next week is to do some self-reflection mm-hmm. and be like, well, why do I go for this team? And, and focus on that and not engage in petty, um, dragging them down when they need to be uplifted. And Zach Butters is still playing. It was his 50th yesterday. Was it really? Yeah, and he had a fucking... It was bad. Yeah. But you know what? Like, Carl Amon and Boke, 39 touches. They won in every, like, stat area, and they got beat by 10 goals. Mm. But how were you... Okay, I know I just said I'm not going to talk shit on them. Oh, yeah! I did hear about that, too, that it was really unusual that Port got so many clearances um, and got beaten by so much. It was very highly irregular. It was irregular. Um, and it was just like all the Hawthorne supporters around us were just like really fucking annoying and whatever. Choosing peace. No, don't choose peace. <laughs> Fuck Hawthorne. <laughs> Fuck you, Hawthorne. No, of course. When are we playing them? Stupid Sam Mitchell with his stupid. It's just especially rich just boy. the tackling god factor of being like him playing Adelaide Oval and thinking he's so much better than us and like I literally like when he. Got and it's goals. like everyone hates you. Your own team fucking hates you. Right. Remember when um, Jordan Ruffhead, Jordan, yeah, or Jared, yeah, yeah. Jared. No, Jared's Hawthorne. Yeah. Oh, the, Jared yeah. like publicly um, had a massive go at him in like his first season at Hawthorne, mm. and it was like I think you said that it took Jared Ruffhead one month to do what like Travis Boat could never yeah. just like berate on the field. Anyway, it's turning into a bit of a blowout. 12 minutes to go, Richmond up by four goals. What's Pilot? What's the Pilot sponsor, Richmond? Aaron, what's um, Pilot? Um, I don't know. Are you a Pilot? No. Do you know what bothers me? <laughs> Choosing peace. Hawthorne! <laughs> no, completely unrelated. When, like, people go on reality TV and then, like, they have a job, and then it's like they just never go back to that job. You acted like that job was a huge part of your identity on the show. But yeah. like, for, um, the reason I thought of that is because of Jimmy from The Bachelor, who was a, famously like a pilot. And the reason is he that, no longer a pilot? No, they're like they're now they're like reality, you know, like TV personalities. And it's like you what? Yeah, oh, Tom Lynch for another goal. Fuck that. Um, and also Ellie from The Bachelor, like years before that, who was like, I'm a nurse. I love being a nurse. And like now she's like Byron Bay influencer who like sells wellness products. That sucks. It's just like, where's the authenticity? And you can do both. Where's the authenticity in There's my reality a TV? Comedian from Adelaide, and she's a full-time nurse. Who and still goes and does lots of TV panel shows and stuff. Who I can't remember her name oh. to be honest, but I saw her posters for the Fringe. Georgia Mack from Camp Cove is also a nurse. Are there any players at the moment that are have 
secret careers or qualifications. I remember when I was younger, there was like one guy that got picked up from the BFL for North Melbourne, and he was a fully qualified doctor. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So he was just playing footy while he could, and then he was going to go back to doctor time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of them are like study, and they're like support, especially when they're first drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like obviously, you know, you've got like once you, once you're like Travis Boak and Robbie Gray like own the Mosley sort of thing like they invest in businesses and stuff and then yeah. you've got like the Jack Rebots who are like already fucking Wait, sitting on Fox footy Travis panels Boak and Robbie Gray own the Mosley yeah that kind of feels like a betrayal to the northern suburbs the northwestern suburbs uh, yeah I mean I, I guess that was where the real estate was available mm. and that it's not like none of them live in you know Alberton they're all Grange Tennyson Henley adjacent yeah except for Sam Pepper who bought a house in Toronto as we know he was our neighbour briefly yeah, but we never found out which street. I'm pretty sure we knew that it was that one on the corner. What one on the corner? Of, on the, oh, I shouldn't say his address. <laughs> on the cor- one of the corners of Asher Street. Oh, good spot. Great spot. Right near the Thebby Oval. Great spot, great Go spot for, for him to raise dog. his child. Now what that he's child? Dad. Oh. Who's <laughs> Well, I, mean, I don't know if she's had the baby yet, but um, his girlfriend was pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Sammy. Yeah, and all the players keep commenting on his Instagram, Dad. <laughs> a little bit obvious, but... Yeah, it's not the most creative approach, but mm. it's nice to see them all getting around each other. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't look like she's had the kid yet. Whoa, fuck. She looks so pregnant. When you, mm. we're just, I'm looking at Sam Powell Pepper's girlfriend's Instagram, and her most recent post is her like looking like she's got like a full-grown Just a bend in her back as well. Being pregnant is so fucked. It's really rude, like, to be honest. Like, the what? There's a fucking person inside you. That's so fucking that crazy. Sounds so horrible. So make it easier. What are you doing? Mm. Did we say we were going to do any other segments from last week? We had the thousand songs, which you didn't do. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I thought I expect. To be honest, I expected you'd come up with a really good song. I'm really sorry. No, 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 no need to apologise. I just, um, I think highly of your music taste. And I was like, Rose, Rose is going to have something Maybe. obscure and like really appropriate. And mine was just like a triple M pick. What about like Kate Nash? <laughs> you would. Love grows where my rosemary goes. That's such a TikTok song. That is it? Yeah. That's so disappointing. I really like that song. Yeah, it's, it's a big uh, TikTok trend. I hate to Yeah, that detracts from yeah. the choice significantly. Yeah. But if it wasn't... if it, Yeah, if it wasn't then... You know, in six months when everyone's forgotten about it, and if you happen to be kicking a thousand goals at that time, then <laughs> then you can think about choosing it. <laughs> but I like I did like when um, when they interviewed Buddy after when Richo interviewed Buddy, which like great choice for the interview. Absolutely, only, yeah. The um, beloved Richo, and one forward to another as well. Yeah. Yeah. and there was, there was clearly a real like mutual respect between them. But I did like when he asked because obviously there's been all this talk like this probably will never happen again, blah blah blah. And Buddy was like, I hope it does. So that's really like a nice thing to, because especially if well, someone who's like everyone's blankly saying this will never happen again. Mm. You can't predict that. No, you can't. It's like less likely that it will happen again, but it's like Buddy's still playing in this day and age, and has kicked yeah. four hundred goals in because you know the latter half of his career. So it's not unthinkable. No, and I, I very also, difficult. But like I, I was thinking that it's quite a vindication. Um, 
because I don't know if you remember, like, well, I'm sure you do, but like when he first signed that contract, that nine year contract, everyone was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Because also, that, at that time, like, players weren't getting, the, like, it was like a 10 million contract, I think, over mm-hmm. nine years, which was like crazy money, like, no one was making that. Yeah. And they were like, this is so fucking stupid, he's gonna be so old, there's no way he's gonna see the contract out, blah, blah, blah. And like, the vindication that, like, he's in the ninth year and he's kicked a thousand goals in the ninth year, and it's like, he fucking did it. Do you know what I mean? Like, good for him. Like, what an amazing sports person. I also found out on ABC Radio today. It was very informative. Mm. I'm going to leave it on. Fuck you, Triple M. I'm done. Yeah. Not, not much information. Not even Marty Sheargold could save you now. <laughs> um, Is that someone from Have You Been Paying Attention? Yeah, you love him. The bold guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I do love him. Yeah. yeah. He's got his own the old grumpy on man. the drive home. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, sorry. Shane Edwards. Absolutely the most redeemable factor of Richmond. Mm-hmm. He's great. The shining light. This guy's kind of scary, this guy. He used to play for St. Kilda, but he just looks like he's going to really fuck you up. Mm. Um, Go on, sorry. What did you learn on ABC Radio? I learned that, because you were speaking about salaries, I thought about how everyone thinks the players, you know, players get paid too much and that kind of thing. But in the last 10 years, salaries have increased for AFL players by 300%. Whoa! However, broadcasting... Co- um, like money has increased by three thousand percent. Oh my god! Yeah. What a fun fact. Yeah. Thank God you tuned into ABC Radio before we <laughs> recorded this. We'd have nothing else to talk about. That's wild. Yeah. So it's like it's not that exorbitant. The like AFL other is, funnels oh, of the industry are getting so that's much money. That's so fucking true. Themselves not. And how and like all the execs that again bring it back to the boys club. All the fucking AFL execs are getting on million dollar salaries themselves. And like, what are they fucking doing? I mean, I feel like very little. <laughs> yeah, except for just being They feel really replaceable. Oh my god, oh. Molly Pickett has just punched Harry Himmelberg in the head, feigning a spoil, and now he's concussed and he's probably going to die. I like Harry Himmelberg. Hope he doesn't die. I know it's out of character for me to like Harry Himmelberg, mm. but he reminds me so much of um, someone I used to play netball with, also called Harry. The Giants are such a bogey team for Collingwood, so I just really dislike him. Mm. He reminds me a lot. He looks like he should be on Home and Away. Yeah. Yeah, the surfer kid on Home and Away. But, like, he is the good guy. Yeah, like, but... Like, he takes down the river boys and saves one of the local town women from inevitable doom. Also, he's, like, a bit, like, clueless, and so the girl that he's dating is like, why don't you do this? And he's like, what? <laughs> like, like, a bit of a, like, just dumb vibes. Like, doesn't get it vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, has a good heart. And once they communicate clearly, like, they have a great relationship. Mm. Um, back to what you were saying just before about the... He's there for her when the river boy fucks her over, so she eventually. What is this river? Like, I thought they were famously on the beach at home and away. Where's the river coming into it? They're called the river boys, and these three brothers come from. Oh, um, I thought you meant like the turf wars from the beach boys versus. No, the river they had boys. these three brothers that were that were like troublemakers come from um, the river. I don't know which one, um, and they were just like amongst the town causing shit basically and they were all wow. like five years apart so they would infiltrate every generation's wow. story and like do so all this crazy stuff I was not a home and away gal myself so I can't um... well most of the Riverboy stuff I've just gauged from ads <laughs> because it's like just really honed and they're like what will this Riverboy do tonight so they are from the river that's not their last name I mean I guess no it's not their last name that would right. be that would be crazy I think you're like the brother's river <laughs> um yeah, anyway. Well, that could be Harry Himmelberg's future career. Actor. Yeah, and he's already in Sydney. So it's perfect. Yeah. It could be like, what was Ron... No, well, Ronald Reagan was actor then he became president. So a bit different. 
Yeah. But I feel like there's definitely... Oh, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sports person, now actor. John what Cena. Well, I mean, they were um, WWE or like fighting or whatever. Channing Tatum. Stripper turned so actor. True. Anyone can... Literally, honestly, anyone can be... No, that's not true. It's not... It's like in Ratatouille. It's not that anyone can act. It's that a great actor can come from anywhere. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that thing about the 3,000% increase. It's like, actually, the AFL is so fucking evil. And they're so good at hiding it. Mm. And, like, how much of that money comes from gambling as well? But also, it's because questions. no one cares. Exactly. No one cares. And the institution is never challenged. And when something like the boys' club comes out, push it aside. No one, no one won't make any kind of meaningful structural change. Fuck this fucking corrupt, evil system. Fuck this. I'm, I'm boycotting the games. Do you know what Mason Cox's injury was? The eye injury. Are you, you asking or are you the games? The eye your member? Yeah, but I'm I'm selling my membership. To whomst? To whoever wants it. To I walk down the street, give it to the first person I see. What if they throw away? <laughs> and then you have to defend your club and you realise it's like you've hit rock bottom. And I'm that's not, the moment where you like have to speak out before and you realise that actually you do love Port. I do love, no, I'm not boycotting the games because of my hate for Port. I, I love Port. But the thing is, it's so shit that like something that is essentially, if you bring it down to its like essence, sport and community and all of that, it's like quite a pure thing that like holds a lot of meaning for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that the AFL like tarnished that so much by making it such a like ugly system. It's a real shame. And I feel like that's what a lot of people's um, issue is with, like, a lot of people who are really into their say, like, a lot of, like, my parents' generation, for example, who were, like, SANFL, like, born and raised, which was just, like, just pure, like, community football sort of mm. thing. That's, like, the real hate and disdain for the AFL is from that, like, well, you've, like, just totally ruined the thing that we loved. Yeah. And it's, that like, it's sense. true. Like, it's completely true. Like, like, you can't go to the game and, like, not think about this fucking structural shit. It's, like... What Connor said last night, he's like, I don't want to be at the football and be on. Like, I want to be off. I just want to be relaxed. Yeah. Might have to come, become a Crow supporter, get into the polite clapping. Oh, no, I won't do that. That's a whole different colour. Yeah. Thing. There is an exorbitant amount of polite clapping that goes mm. on in Crow's games. Mm. Can't believe what I'm seeing. Mm. And, you know, at the end of the day, I... Like, get an RSI from the polite clap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a polite clapper. Like, I'm the first to admit I can be an ugly supporter myself. In fact, it's Connor so said last night he was to be an ugly supporter yeah. though. That's the that's the hard thing. It's like yeah. a drug. It is a drug. Gotta wean off. <gasps> oh, stupid Castagna. I feel like he's such a try-hard Liberatore. But now, like, what's happened to Liberatore? What do you mean? He's like disappeared off the face of the earth. He kicked a goal. On he's Friday. MIA. They were, they fought, he's like Scott Penderbury. They filed a missing persons report against but him. But he was playing on Friday. Yeah, but like, it's like nobody knows what he did. I do. <laughs> I saw him kick a goal. Scott Penderbury isn't missing. <laughs> I only just registered what you were saying. It's no rude to poor Pendlebury. No, only, just just messing. Certainly staring up. He's Pendlebury's good. He's he's the elder that we need because we've got so many young bucks. Mm. A player debuted for Collingwood called Nathan Kruger on Saturday. Yeah, and he was fun. He seemed like a bit of a freak. Like he was just kind of like this big guy who's like running around doing weird stuff and like mm. directing everyone even though he was like a debut job <laughs> and then good for um, him I'll yeah think. he popped his shoulder though so oh. I hope he comes back soon 
Mm. And it doesn't happen again because you know it's like yeah. One show happens once, show happens again. Yeah. That's what Gary Ablett taught us, and oh, and, and nothing else because this, he's in a way. Yeah. And I elected not to focus on. Him. Yeah. There was two port debutants last night, and they both didn't have very good games. And I was just like, imagine that being your first game. Be like, I never want to play football ever again. Yeah. It'd be so daunting playing your first game. Yeah, the people are really scared. And it's also like your whole life's been leading up to that point. And then it's like, like fucking poor Sam Skinner last night. The first time I really like noticed him, he was like 1v1 with Mitch Lewis. Is that his name? Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Like couldn't eat, like no contest. No, Lewis Mitchell. No, no, it's Mitchell Lewis. It's Mitch Lewis. Mitch Lewis. That's so weird because it's, so it's like a combination of... Jordan Lewis and Sam Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, just, like, your first big moment, your whole life in the Imagine, I'm going to look it up, imagine if his middle name's Luke. Or even more unlikely, his middle Why? name is Hodge. Because, oh. <laughs> because then he'll just be, like, the, the trifecta. Yeah. That is, that is really unlikely. <laughs> What's his name? Lewis Mitchell. Lewis. No, Mitchell Lewis. Mitchell Lewis, damn it. Short-term memory loss. Two minutes left. One, hey, did you see um, Gavin Wanganeen's son debuted in Essendon? Um, I didn't. That's nice. He seems like a nice boy. My brother played with him. He looked like the biggest baby I've ever seen in my entire life. I think, from by all accounts, like he's got a bit of the um, your dad's Gavin Wanganeen factor. Like he's not <laughs> your mum's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he said it sounds like he's a nice a nice kid though. Which like again, why does it matter? But it does for some reason. Wow. Well, I, I need to dust my plant leaves. Look at this. Yeah, I just blow on mine sometimes because I can't be asked. Mm. Well, what the hell? I haven't got... I don't think... Most AFL players aren't famous enough to have their own oh. Wikipedia page, let alone like... Lewis is currently studying a Bachelor of Sport Development at Deakin University. Wow. There you go. So he does have his own Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah. Just but like... his middle name is not on here unless oh. he doesn't have one. So we can, I'm just going to let myself believe that it's Luke. Mitchell Luke Lewis. doesn't. It's not very nice. doesn't roll off the tongue. Sorry if that is it though. Especially if it's Lucas, which is more likely. Mm. Far too many L's in a short space of time. Mm. Alright, 50 seconds left. Oh Six yeah, Josh goals. Kelly. Who's he? He's kicking into the umpire. This is crazy. Scam so boring. the slowest um, step. Oh, I oh, got a good goal. Good I think you. it was tough. Oh no, it was goal. Who's been your player of the round, Aaron? Your favourite huh. player? Well, the obvious choice is Buddy, but I'm going to think a little bit harder than that because what about your favorite um not infamous but not famous low-key player yeah your favorite good question not superstar they're not yet going to be elevated to superstar status um to uh, join others <laughs> well my fa- i'm going to pick two one from port one not from port okay dan houston is my favorite port player at the moment mm. Yeah, okay. Well, what's wrong with him? Well, he's... People know he's good. Yeah, but he's not I a superstar. I just don't know if he's um, unknown enough. Well, you need to set more clear, clearer parameters. Sorry. Um, I'll accept. Okay. I'm going to make a controversial statement. This is turning into a blowout. It's going to be six goals. Mm. Fuck you, Dimmo. I'm so sick of your stupid He looks really face. miserable. They're winning by six goals. He should be Bruh. miserable. He has Cheer to go up. home and look in the mirror <laughs> before he goes to sleep. Um, I, I I like this Rochelle character. This Crows player. Oh, yeah. 
Because I'm like, fucking, yeah, go on. He's kick got six a, goals in your debut. Yeah, he's got a good energy about him. It's just like, go off, King. There's some really good first-year players this year. There is. It's, it's an exciting time. It is exciting time. Um, my favourite is the aforementioned Nathan Kruger. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, perhaps, I think, Nick Larkey. Okay. Also kicks his goals. Yeah. Something about that magic scene. He's a bit of fun. Well, game's over. Shy Bolton has the same hair as Chad Wingard. How does that make you No, think? it's different. Shy Bolton's is much more acceptable. Are you surprised that now that Chol plays for the Suns instead of Richmond, he's maintained the hairstyle that emulates the Richmond gold sash? No, because I think if he, short... if he changed it to be like Gold Coast, it would be like, this is a bit cringe. But he had hot pink at one stage. So it's not out of the question that he'd throw it... That's Throw true. a bit of orange in the mix. That's true. But I don't know if like red and yellow would be like the best vibe together. Like he has to maintain the black. Yeah, keep black and then do the Gold Coast like coral colour. It's just a bit gimmicky. Maybe he doesn't want to go about his life like that. Like sure, it's one thing to be like everyone when you play in game, everyone be like, oh, that looks fucking sick. But then he's like got to go to, you know, the dentist with that haircut. Maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he wants to be seen as more than that. Well, I don't think so, otherwise he'd just have black hair. Yeah, maybe. That's kind of like the, you know, that's when we first notice people when they have outlandish that's looks, true. I think, when they're not particularly crazy as players, but he's a very good player, so it's not really relevant. I'm sorry, Chol, I'm so sorry. Um, alright. So, that's the end of the game. Yeah, that was incredibly underwhelming. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is a bit of a shame because, as we've already discussed, there's been some cracker games which we've actually watched together. Yeah, and so cracker we, jacks. We, should, we could have recorded on another night and done a more interesting game, but hey, you can't win more. Mm. Got to give us some you know, time to rest and recover in between our more exciting episodes, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, are you going to the showdown? No, it's a Crows home game. Oh, okay. And also, um, I'm You're boycotting worried. the game. Yeah. <laughs> We're 18th on the ladder. We're last. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. It takes the pressure off. I prefer, mm. I prefer to know it's only you're going to and upwards from here. Yeah. If, yeah. If, it's like, if you know you're going to lose, it's like, whatever. Say la vie. But if it's like everyone's like expecting you to win and then you don't, it's like, fuck, how cringe. Yeah. You're very um, protective of yourself in that way. I've noticed when it comes to football. Yeah, it's bad. It's because I just care about what other people think. No, I think it's, it's a method of self-preservation. Yeah, from the opinions of others. Which is stupid. No, I, I, it's easier to not like get let down. But you know what? If you never get let down, you also never get the other side of that. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm so fucking sweaty. I have to leave for dinner um, quite soon, I just realised. But um, was there anything that you wanted to, you know, bring to the table at this... At this nah. I really need to wee because I drank okay. like two litres of iced tea and you, yeah, half a litre of water <laughs> during the one okay. hour well, let's, we'll leave it there but um, thanks for listening and yeah I hope it was um, it's a short sharp and shiny one this week yeah you know like vibes aren't there but like we're on a long journey it's a long it's a long season we're a busy lady at the end of the day it's a long season Erin has to go see her grandma well yeah I'm going home and we're both hungover yeah and it's Oh, good. That's Phil Davis's hammy. Oh. I'm surprised it took this long running around with a stick up your ass like he always does.
anyway all right well thanks for listening comment below um what you think about comment on what <laughs> it's a recording <laughs> anyway write in if you we've got we've had some constructive criticism from listeners throughout the week of potential segment ideas none of which we took up this week but you know what you were know, they i sent you a screenshot Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But we, you know, we, we, you never know. You never know what could happen. One week, if you write in a segment idea, one week we might decide to do it. It's all we, we'll we'll pick, we'll pick on the day. So so mm-hmm. you know, give yourself the option. If it's worthy of our attention, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't even remember what it was. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and yeah, catch you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.